Hello, this is Aaron Saft on the MR Running Pains podcast. With 30 years of running experience and 20 years of coaching, I thought it time to share with you things I've learned and people I've met so that you can try things for yourself and see if they help your running. Thanks for joining me. Wrote this song while crew and Aaron on a 100-mile foot race through the trails in the rain and mud. How about that? Episode 51. Uh, today, I have a very fun guest. Um, he's a great young man. Um, as you'll hear in our conversation, he's got a great head on his shoulders, uh, as well as some very speedy and strong legs. His name is Eric Martinez. Um, as you'll hear from Eric's story, he grew up uh, until he was 10 in Mexico and then came here to the United States. Uh, he currently lives in South Carolina, and that's where he uh, he moved to when he moved here. Um, just a real, real fun conversation with Eric. Um, he just won the South Mountains 50K here in western North Carolina. Uh, just a real strong run. Uh, but we get to talk just about everything in, in Eric's life and what got him into running and what continues to inspire him. I uh, really enjoyed his story and, and hearing the enthusiasm and enjoying his voice. Uh, I think it really resonates. So um, I hope you can 
take some inspiration from his story and uh, even take you know away some lessons. So uh, without further ado, here is Eric Martinez. So as I said in my introduction, I have with me today, Mr. Eric Martinez. Eric, how are you? Doing good, doing good. Not feeling too bad after yesterday. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, Eric and I are recording uh, the day after he ran the South Mountains 50K. Uh, today is January 31st as we record this. So um, <laughs> we were kind of talking prior to uh, to starting here. And uh, it sounds like you're in pretty good shape, like maybe a little bit of a wear and tear, but not too bad. Is that right? Yeah. Um, the knees are the only thing that are like, I guess, um, been a little sore, but other than that, like uh, three days before the race, I was preparing mentally, like to really push myself, like I guess to a a a different level that I'm used to. Um, and I was planning like the last four miles to, to like really push hard and like really <laughs> dig deep into like I guess the pain cave, like experience that because uh, I knew. Uh, during this training plan that we did to the uh, for this race, I know that uh, I was capable of doing uh, a great performance, um, at least for at least twenty five miles. And I know the uh, the the last miles of the race, I, w- I was gonna have to like really dig deep and uh, really push myself. Uh, unfortunately, didn't get to do that due to cramps. Uh, and uh, I'm we really afraid. We don't, want to put the, we don't want to put the uh, cart before the horse. We want to tell everybody the whole story right at the beginning. So <laughs> okay, let's, okay, okay. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll take a step back and we'll tell everybody about you. Um, <laughs> so, Eric, how old are you? Uh, I'm 26 years old. For still, I guess, still years young. young. Yeah, <laughs> 26 years young. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, that's great. Eric, um, where did you grow up? Well, um, I grew up in uh, Mexico, um, came here to the uh, United States when I was 10 years old. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, I've been here for a while already. Um, yeah. Already got used to the culture. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it's been a fun journey. <laughs> did you move, because uh, you currently reside in South Carolina. Did you move to South Carolina when you were 10 or did you move someplace else? Yeah, we uh, moved. Here in South Carolina, we have lived here since then. Since then, right? Yeah, on. that's great. And uh, your your uh, parents are here with you, right? Yeah, my whole family. We all just decided to move here and uh, just uh, yeah to just have a better future. Uh, that yeah. that was the the main goal. Uh, just you know, just, uh, follow the American dream, like like we say. <laughs> and uh, do you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, actually, I have an older sister and a uh, younger brother. Uh, we are two years apart from each other. Awesome. Are are any of them runners as well, or just you? Uh, just me. Um, unfortunately, they don't exercise. Uh, they just don't see the value of, of being active. You know, it's uh, yeah. it's not only about looking good, uh, but also feeling good and. Uh, uh, the discipline, you know, it's, uh, yeah. you know, 
yeah, it's it, it's a little bit of a commitment. Uh, and I guess not everyone's willing to do that. But I understand, you know, can't can judge them. We'll have different goals in life. So if that's not their goal, you know, I just can't, can't do anything about that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So how did running start for you? Um, well, it started back in 2018. Okay. Yeah, I started running back in 2018. Uh, before that, uh, I started hiking in 2015. Okay. Um, before that, I didn't know about, I didn't even know mountain, mountains ex- existed. <laughs> uh, yeah, like gro- growing up, like our parents were always working, so uh, we did like two trips to um, what is it called? Uh, I think it's called Chimney Rock. Yeah, Chimney Rock. Yep. Is that a park, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I remember. Uh, yep. Uh, remember they took us there. I think twice when we were kids, um, and after that. Uh, they just started working a lot just to provide. Uh, and yeah, we totally forgot about vacations or sports. Uh, all they did was work and uh, we pretty much went to school and back home. That, that was it. Uh, but yeah, I was a, I was a really active kid. Uh, so I guess that helped. But uh, yeah, I started hiking back in 2015. I had a dream, like I had a re- weird dream. I rem- I don't remember the exact day, but uh, I remember it was a, it was on a Saturday. Uh, uh, I was sleeping, and then uh, I uh, on the dream I saw this someone uh, on top of a mountain calling me. Like uh, he didn't say any words, but his his hand was like like saying, "Come on, follow me to the top of the mountain," and I. Uh, it was a very vivid dream. And uh, when I woke up, I was like, man, that was really strange. What, um, what does that even mean, you know? So I woke up uh, and then uh, I searched in my phone nearest mountains uh, or mountains near Gaffney. I, I forgot how I type it in my phone. But the first option was uh, Able Rock. Yeah. Uh, uh, South Carolina. Yeah. So uh, I was only like an hour and thirty minutes from home. So I, I uh, started looking for my, for like active wear that I had in my closet. I just picked a uh, random pair of shorts, uh, <laughs> my tennis shoes, and a bag with snacks. And I set the GPS, and there I was going to this mountain. <laughs> and uh, I arrived to the park around like. Uh, 11.30 p.m. And uh, I remember going to the uh, to the state park office and the ranger asked me, uh, where are you hiking to? And I said, uh, I, I'm going up to Table Rock, to the summit. He said, uh, I don't think you're going to be able to make it in time. Uh, you should take me for four to five hours. And he said, it's already late. You're not going to be back uh, in time. So, so I was like, okay, I'll come back in another day uh, at, at an earlier time. And all I did was kayak. So uh, there's like a little lake 
and you can rent kayaks. And uh, if you kayak to the center of the lake, you can see the mountain from the center. So I was really curious. So I kayaked really fast to the center. I was very anxious uh, to look at the mountain. Uh, and uh, it just blew my mind. I was like, how can people make it all the way over there? It's, it's, it just looks too far, you know? And it's only like three miles. It's not that far now, now that I think about it. But when you look at it from the bottom, it looks like like yeah. you're going to be there all day, you know? <laughs> um, so I was really amazed by the, I guess, the the landscape, the views. Uh, I don't know. I just, uh, I just really, like, connected with nature that time really well. And the dream, like, I mean, I'm, I'm a believer, so... I want to say that was God calling me, you know, saying, hey, it's time for you to explore something else, uh, a different beautiful. chapter yeah. of your life. Yeah. So um, uh, I came back home and I was really excited. Uh, I was like, man, I even took pictures. And I was showing my parents. It's like, look where I went to. Uh, it's really cool. And after that, uh, almost every weekend I was hiking up Table Rock, uh, I did that for three years. Yeah, three years. And then I actually got tired of Table Rock. I was like, there has to be something else, you know? Uh, <laughs> I just, so I started searching more, and uh, I started going to um, uh, start exploring, like, the Asheville area, mm-hmm. uh, um, Black Mountain, the Smoky Mountains. So I started just hiking different places. But the thing that, you know, hiking, you can only cover so much uh, uh, terrain. Uh, yeah, distance. You can only cover so much distance. And one time I was just hiking down and I naturally started like jogging, you know, <laughs> with no running gear or anything, just like random cheap running shoes. I don't think they were even running shoes, just uh, just a random shoe. I, I don't even remember the brand. Uh, I would just jog down. I would hike up the mountain, and just to make it fast, I would just jog down. Um, and I remember that by, by the end of of I guess a uh, total of six mile hike and jog combined together, like my legs will get really shaky. Like I will I, I will feel really tired. Uh, and after that, I was like, uh, I think I can probably try to jog up the mountain and, you know, power hike and all that. So I started doing that. And uh, when was it? I I think it was, I want to say 2018. Yeah, 2018. I went back to uh, Table Rock, South Carolina. And uh, I got to the parking lot really late. It was like, I want to say, Around, around lunchtime on a Saturday or Sunday. I forgot the exact date. But I saw these two guys running down to the parking lot. And uh, I was really curious because they had, like, really, really nice running gear. And uh, um, I came up to them and asked them, like, where they were coming from. And they, they said that they were coming from uh, Sassafras. And then when I asked them uh, the distance, they said it was like a, uh, 20 mile out and back and I was really like amazed I was like I'm, I'm that's a long distance uh <laughs> I only do three miles like six miles and I'm like 
uh, I'm destroyed. My legs are shaking. Uh, I feel like like I have run out of energy. And these guys look fresh. Uh, uh, they were smiling. I, talk, I could hear them talking about the run. Um, and uh, they uh, they actually told me about a race. Uh, I'm sure you heard about uh, Conquer the Rock. Mm-hmm. Yep. 50K. Yep. They happens in, in March. Uh, so they told me that they had a 50K option and a 10-mile uh, option. And they said, you, you can sign up for the 10 mile. That would be a good, uh, good challenge for you. And, uh, yeah, uh, I, I hiked up, came back down. And when I got home, I, uh, I researched the race and, uh, I signed up for the race. <laughs> and then I think two weeks before the race, we got an email that we could go and, uh, uh, volunteer to clear the trail, to do some maintenance to the trail. So I did that. And uh, I got connected to uh, more runners. And then uh, I did that race. Uh, race day came and uh, I was ready to go. Uh, I thought I could break, beat any, anyone because I didn't know about running. I, I didn't know how good you could become. So I was like, I'm going to go place first. And uh, yeah, that's that was my mentality, you know, that I could beat anyone at that time. How'd that go? So, uh, <laughs> terrible <laughs> but uh no it uh it gave me a good lesson you know it, it uh showed me how good of an athlete you could become and just what got my attention was the the community the running community how uh um uh, i, I want to find the right word um uh, giving they were or passionate about running yeah. or just uh did you yeah, find just them being around each other? Yeah. What was that? Did you find them welcoming? Yeah, welcoming. Yeah, exactly. That's the word. Because before that, I didn't have any type of community. Uh, my friends, we all split out. Uh, I did. I really didn't have any friends, so uh, I was. I felt really welcoming to that community, uh, and it just surprised me how just random people were willing to. To be there for you, you know, during the race, uh, giving you stuff, uh, giving you advice, uh, cheering you on, like that was that was awesome. That was an awesome experience, uh, and it still is. You know, it's it's a big part of racing, or, or not racing, but just uh, I guess yeah, all that. I guess uh, not only the racing aspect, but the community that is there for you. Uh, I think that's really awesome. Uh, but yeah, that uh, I did that ten mile race, and I placed I don't know, I don't even remember, <laughs> probably last. <laughs> but I gave me a good lesson, uh, and I connected with more runners, and then uh, you know from there I started reaching out to people and run with uh, run with others, uh, and I start started signing up for other races, and after that I kind of. Uh, uh, pick up running more. Uh, I realized that I had to do more running, so I would do uh, an average of like ten miles on the road during the week, and uh, during the weekend I would do like uh, eight to ten miles on the trail. And <clears throat> slowly, you know, I started adding more distance, uh, connecting with more people, and 
And I started also researching myself, like reading books, uh, articles, uh, watching videos about how to improve your running, diet, uh, about that, uh, diet and all that. It was, uh, it, it got really crazy. Got it. it got a little bit crazy. <laughs> what was that? I said, you really got into it. That's great. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was really, uh, what was that? I was going to say, uh, we were talking not too long ago about our, our mutual friend, Max, um, who also runs and was kind of, uh, in a way, kind of a mentor, if you will. Uh, would you say he was? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I definitely, I met Max, uh, at a race and, uh, we became good friends and he told me about other runners and, uh, he kind of advised me about running. Uh, he will tell me like, uh, what distance to do, like sometimes what not to do if I was running too hard or he will call me and say, Hey man, you know, you need to slow down. Uh, you, you're running too fast. You're going to injure yourself. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, Definitely learned from Max a lot. Uh, um, I would definitely not listen. I, <laughs> I would try to do my own. Always try to run hard all the time during training, and uh, end up getting injured. Uh, but yeah, um, Max was definitely a big, big influence uh, and helped me a lot to to get uh, to get better for sure. <laughs> it's always good to have somebody that has some some more experience that can give you some pointers and talk to you about things and especially when you're new to a sport um so um you started racing and you started with the 10 miler um and um what would you say your your progression from there was did you um go shorter after that or did you want to go longer oh i definitely wanted to go longer like <laughs> i uh I think I, yeah, I would say I was, I was doing more of a long distance. Uh, the fifty k is like I would say my favorite, uh, my favorite distance, and I've done a couple of uh fifty k's, uh, and every single one of them, like I learn a new thing. Like I learn what to do, what not to do, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I will say, uh, it just, uh, it just blows my mind how people can run for so long at, at a like higher, I guess, intensity and, and, uh, just still finish, I guess, just running fast for a long period of time. Like that's what keeps me, uh, signing up for 50 Ks so I can, uh, I guess, be able to do that one day, you know, uh, yeah, I get yeah. compete to a, uh, an elite level. That's, that's, uh, that's the, the main goal, but for now it's, uh, slowly getting there. Uh, who are some of the people in our sport that you look up to? Like, I, I guess the elites or I guess local runners. Anybody. Yeah. Anybody like, you know, it doesn't have to be elites. It can be anybody. Who do you like, who do you want to, you know, model yourself after or follow after or follow on, you know, social medias, what, you know, who, who's like one of those, um, you're like, ah, you know, that, that person, it can be, a, you know, guy, girl, whoever it is, you're like that, that person's, you know, I, I would like to do stuff like they do. Yeah. Like with, uh, when I met, uh, 
Max like introduced me to uh, what what are they called? Uh, the Astro Running Collective. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. The guys I know. Uh, one of them is like Luke. Um, yeah. uh, I don't know if I can say his last name. Oh, you can. Yeah. Uh, that's Luke Paulson. That's that's how you pronounce his last name, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, so look, uh, I really look up to him a lot because uh, I see him race, uh, have talked to him, and uh, he just looks like you know, like an average guy, and and he's very humble. That's uh, he doesn't uh, brag about his races, uh, and it looks like he doesn't even like to talk about running. Uh, he just he's just a regular guy that he likes to cook, uh, and I just you know live simple. But when it comes to running, like it's a completely different person and I really admire his talent. Uh, and we have run together. Uh, I would say he's one of the runners that, uh, have, uh, helped me take my running to a next level, you know, just running with him, uh, uh, having someone there to challenge me, you know, uh, and letting me know that I can slowly be at that level. Uh, if only if I'm patient, you know, uh, and just building that friendship, I think uh, he's one of the, I guess, main persons that I really look up to uh, here locally in the area that I know. Yeah. Um, yeah and um, obviously, like the elite guys, you can say like Jim Wamsley, <laughs> that will be like, uh, I would love to be in that level, but I know that that's... Uh, I don't know if it's possible for me, but I know I have to do a lot of work and it's going to be years to be at that level. But for now, I'm just focusing, focusing, uh, uh, in the beginnings, the fundamentals of, of running, uh, and just, uh, yeah, just telling myself that it's going to be a, 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 a slow journey. You know, it's, uh, practicing patience, uh, um that's that's another thing that running has uh provided to me uh being patient because uh, when when we rush things we we only end up getting hurt and uh that's true with running and, and with life itself well you know it's uh they go hand in hand uh, you try to rush things and they just don't work you just end up uh yeah just getting hurt and uh just keep uh pushing yourself back instead of uh, moving slowly forward. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's wise words for a 26 year old, sir. <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know if they're wise, but, um, that's, that's beautiful. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, a lot of people should, should learn that lesson and, uh, you know, it takes people a long time to learn that lesson sometimes and you've learned it at a young age. So that's, that's invaluable. Um, yeah. and fantastic. Well, yeah. Well, when we when I started your uh, uh, following your coaching, I remember some days going harder than I was supposed to, and I remember you saying uh, you got you have to slow down. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, if I want to do this long term, and uh, it took me a while, and still, you know, uh, sometimes I don't know. Our, I guess our ego, or or we feel that we are more capable, but it's. Uh, we should listen to, to someone, you know, I guess that's why we have coaches to listen to them. Uh, 
because we can hurt ourselves you know we, we just don't see sometimes we don't we don't we get blind by our mistakes or we just don't want to see them and and uh, it's good to have someone there that it's looking what we are doing not to kill ourselves there. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean you know you guys um if we get carried away I'm, I'm i'm not saying it's you specifically but a lot of times we get carried away with strava right you know yeah exactly we gotta see it we do you know it's it's it that is pride you know we're we're like oh people are gonna see this run you know like I, it, and it's just it's really just getting over that you know that self-inflation that you're just like yeah this is what i'm doing today that's what it is you know and that you know honestly people don't care they see it and you you know you just say it was a recovery day you know this is how i take recovery days i mean like if elio kipchoge can go 9 30 pace or slower on his recovery days i darn well think we all can <laughs> you know so yeah, it's, it's sure. just a matter of, of kind of getting over ourselves um but uh you know a lot of times that's what it comes to is you know we and and you know ourselves too even if we're not on strava sometimes you know we're like i can't believe i'm running this slow but yeah, you know, the reality of it is a lot of times we're on the trails, you know, it's it's just slower. <laughs> I mean, you know, the roads are definitely a lot faster, but if you're on the trail, you just got to get used to the fact that it's going to be a bit slower. Um, but anyhow, um, sorry to take a sidebar there. <laughs> um, oh, no, um, what was your first 50K? Which, which, which one did you do first? Uh, the first 50K I did was uh, Conquer the Rock. Uh, it was conquered. So you did the 10 mile and then you, you know, stepped up eventually. How, what was the time frame from that 10 miler to the 50 K? A year. It was a year. A year. <laughs> yeah. It uh, took a year. Um, I just didn't know of any other races at the time. Um, and uh, during the 10 miler, I met uh, uh my buddy Drew, Drew Welch, uh, he lives in Greenville, South Carolina. And he was actually, he was another person who, he was actually the first person who, I guess, uh, saw something in me or, or believed that I could do more than I was, I guess, cap that I thought I was capable of the time. So he was also a big influence in, in, the, in the beginning stages of, of, of running. Uh, he would take me in like really long runs, uh, 16 to 20 miles it was brutal what we what we were doing at the time but it gave us a lot of us a lesson but it was fun you know uh another thing i re i learned uh when i first started we would just go because we we wanted to like explore and 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 just have fun you know enjoy nature and it didn't really feel that hard we were running definitely slow uh and hiking a lot of times but it, it was enjoyable you know and now, now it is, um, but I guess that we get so, like you say, we get so caught up in data and following other runners that it almost feels like, like, like a job that, I don't know, it's, uh, it's not, it's not as enjoyable like it, like it used to, and it feels harder, uh, but I will say just don't forget that we do it just for the pure of enjoying, you know, nature, just uh cover more terrain explore more uh in a short amount of distance you know because uh, if you're running you can definitely explore more and and like really enjoy yourself being out there and and also have fun with others 
But uh, yeah, um, I got a little bit of sidetrack there. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it took a year. Um, yeah. Drew actually uh, helped me train for this race. Uh, and yeah, it took a year, did the 50K, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a challenge, a lot of elevation. I forgot the elevation gain uh, throughout the race, but uh, I was surprised of my, I was really surprised of the results. Uh, I ended up placing second overall, nice. so I guess not bad at the time. Uh, I was just having fun. It was I cannot explain it. I just feel like like a kid on a, on on a playground. You know, it uh, didn't even feel hard at all. You know, uh, obviously I was getting tired. That limit my performance, but uh, I didn't care at the time about like time pace. I was just amazed of what was going on. You know, the people around uh yeah i just uh, it was just fun that's all i can ex that's how i can explain it that's great that's what it should be man yeah, I yeah. Hope you <laughs> if it's not fun we're, we're doing something wrong yeah, um, yeah exactly. time again and that's the truth um so you you know if you you had a great experience what do you think contributed to that like what what went into that that made that race so good um was it the training? Um, did you work on um, strength, nutrition, all of it? Like, you know, what do you think happened there? Yeah, I definitely uh, trained for the terrain. So we will go and 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 just run the course. Um, and I knew how to do strengthening training just to help uh, help me finish the race. But I didn't really like. I I was just doing the strength training. Just um, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's uh, okay. What like what, explain when you say strength training? What kind of stuff were you doing? What what type of exercises were you doing? Like I was doing like um, like squats for an example, like uh, um, high weight, uh, uh, low reps, stuff like that. Uh, like uh, box step ups, uh, lunges, uh, was uh, working on my core, uh, stuff like that, you know. But I was just doing it because I enjoyed uh, exercising, you know. I just, yeah. I, I just enjoyed being active. That's what that's that's what I wanted to say earlier. Uh, yeah. Not because I had to do it to get be ready for the race. Obviously, that was why I, I was doing it for. But it was just because I enjoyed being active, you know, uh, sure. feeling good, you know, that's uh, yeah. feeling healthy and strong. That's <laughs> yeah. so I, I want to I also want to hear. So you're, you've signed up for this 50K. Now you tell your parents, I'm going to run 50K. What's their reaction? <laughs> they didn't believe me. Like even right now, they um, I'm sure they care. And they support me, like, financially, like, if I need money, if, I, if I'm tra traveling for a race, uh, if I tell them about it, uh, they don't express themselves a lot. Uh, uh, they just say, okay, good luck. And they don't even ask me about, about it uh, after the race. Uh, oh. but, when I, but when I tell them about it, they, they do listen. Uh, but I guess uh, I don't blame them, you know. Uh, we just don't communicate a lot. Uh, I guess we don't express our feelings. Uh, 
Okay. And that's something that uh, I feel like I can express my feelings through running. That's that's the only way I can. That's how I I, I express myself. Uh, but yeah, they they when I told them about the time or the distance, they say, "Oh, we can we can't believe you you did all that." And I, I don't think they. I don't think they they still understand or believe that I can do that because, <laughs> yeah, they don't seem to be amazed. <laughs> well, I can hear the the happiness and the joy in your voice when you talk about it. So, you can express yourself quite well. It's it's it comes out in uh, in the way you express yourself. So, yeah. um, absolutely. Um, so good experience there. Um, you, you know, you strength train. What did you take away from that experience? Um. <laughs> one never forget about enjoying uh the process right biggest thing never forget to about enjoying the process and and be thankful uh during race day that you are healthy uh and just you know have the freedom to do it you know cuz it's uh for me coming from a different country it's like a luxury you know, doing this stuff, it's, yeah. uh, you can do this. Like if someone sees you running, especially if I'm running short shorts, uh, they will judge me. They will throw like stuff at me, uh, potentially even kill me. You know, it's, uh, right now, not to the extreme, but a judgment. Uh, so I think it's, uh, we're really, I guess, privileged to have that and yeah, take away, uh, yeah, be thankful for it, uh, and obviously always be ready for the race. Train, train specifically for the course, uh, prepare. Uh, but again, never forget to enjoy the process. That's the biggest thing. Very good, very good. And, and how soon after that race did you race again? Oh man, <laughs> three weeks afterward. After that, and, and what did you do? I did uh, the Fanta Flora 50K. <laughs> Three weeks later. <laughs> Three weeks later. Uh, you sound like me. <laughs> and how did that feel? <laughs> um, the first 10 miles felt really easy. After that, it was it was uh, really hard. Uh, it was a flat, tr- it was, it's, it's a mostly flat trail. You know, it's, uh, you can run really quick if you can. Uh, so n- me not being used to running uh, or being on my feet for that amount of time, uh, well, I was used to running that amount of time, but uh, I was trying to run the whole time. Uh, I was just trying to follow the, the guys out front, you know. Uh, just the competitive in me just wanted to, like, be out front, always even leading. I was like, I'm going to leave this race. Uh I don't know. It's the I really enjoyed, you know, that competitive feeling. Uh, yeah. uh, even if you're hurting, it's like there's like a magnet, uh, like like the runners in front of you are like pulling you, and you just want to go even though you are hurting. It's uh, I don't know how to explain it. My uh, guy was uh, it was very challenging, but uh, I really enjoyed the experience. I learned a lot. Uh, I learned to, uh, you know, just run my own race and, uh, 
yeah, that's pretty much what I got out of that race. I just my own race, run my own race, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, we we got together the end of last year, so the end of 2020, uh, we started um, training, and um, you know, you had talked about South Mountains, you know, doing South Mountains, and and we got to to go in and you already said that you know we talked about making some of the efforts easier and and not hammering all the time um what else changed in your training when we started working together um slowing down <laughs> uh, yeah definitely um uh, work work too hard what was that did the workouts change uh yeah definitely change uh i was just doing random workouts uh i would i would just come up with my own workouts pretty much like speed workouts yeah. uh i would just do random things uh yeah we just yeah randomly do things uh and i didn't really had any specific pace that i had to target i was just trying to run hard every time and uh it was uh, sustainable for a short amount of time. Then uh, my body started feeling really fatigued, and uh, yeah, I was I was just feeling really fatigued all the time, hungry, uh, thirsty, like, and and it was hard to concentrate during the day. And I was like, I don't think running should do this to you. Uh, I feel like running should uh, um, make you uh, feel healthier. Uh, and even more focused, you know, throughout the day, you just have more energy, and uh, it was becoming the opposite. Uh, but I think it was because I was, I was trying to rush things too fast, you know, um, and not knowing much about uh, training. Uh, even though I did read a few books and watch a few videos, just um, trying to figure out yourself can take a long time. Uh, and I knew that uh, if I kept training myself, uh, I was just not going to improve uh, the way I wanted to. So, yeah, definitely the workouts did change. Uh, the workouts with you are more structured, more more specific for the for for the race that we are doing. Uh, did you have that same level of fatigue and, and tiredness, or were you starting to feel stronger again? And <laughs> Oh, it's it, it was day and night difference. Uh, <laughs> it was the middle of the uh, of the training with you uh, during the day. I was I just feel really focused, uh, like I never felt before, and uh, I just feel strong. Like uh, I just uh, my aerobic system definitely improved. Uh, uh, yeah, I just the biggest thing was not feeling tired all the time, uh, and. Uh, and sore like i used to feel sore a lot now it's uh i only feel sore after like right like i guess this first race mm-hmm. uh a little bit but not that much nothing compared to what i used to feel but yeah definitely uh biggest takeaway was uh race specifically for a race have goals um uh, and stick with them uh and yeah take easy days easy just to be able to recover you know something i didn't understand in in, in the past good and um so you know we were all set to go 50k south mountains 
whatever it was, January, uh, God, I don't remember what the date was and it gets postponed, right? The snow came. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're like, well, you know, it's, it's now January 30th, you know, we know the postponement date. Um, but you said, all right, I'm going to go race this, this Harbison, uh, 25 K in South Carolina. Um, how was that? Yeah, I just, uh, uh, that was like a last minute uh, decision that I made. I didn't even discuss with you about that race. But <laughs> the, the day before, right? Uh, the, the day before the race, I, I sent you a message saying, I think I'm going to do this race. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I signed up for that race. And at the time, uh, um, my my right glute started like um, giving me problems, just started feeling a little bit tight. Uh, uh, but that's always happened. Uh, for some reason, my right leg always gives me problems sometimes. Uh, nothing serious, but I uh, started developing like tightness and pain. But it, it slowly started getting better. And uh, yeah, two weeks before South Mountainside, I did a Harvesting 25K. And uh, I was just I was just excited to race, you know. That's that's what I look for the the uh, the competitive aspect, you know. Just feel like someone's chasing me and I have to push myself uh, hard. I don't know. I just I just enjoy that uh, that part of of, of running. Uh, yeah, since when the got when the uh, when the uh, when we started running during the race, I just I just felt really strong and and I took the lead uh, since the beginning and uh, I um, I practiced running uh, easy and then uh, slowly started uh, increasing the uh, the intensity the pace and that's something that in the past uh, I didn't have the ability to do or or I would just go out too fast and fade at the end of the race races that always happened in the past but uh during harvesting it was completely the opposite uh i could slowly start increasing the intensity and i felt stronger and stronger as the race went by and uh, i was just amazed uh i couldn't believe like i felt that good and strong even even towards the end uh <laughs> yeah it was just uh i I, re I wish i had words to explain how it feels you know it's I mean, you're hurting a little bit, but you, you still have the ability to keep pushing more and more. Uh, unfortunately, this race only was uh, 25K, and uh, I didn't have time to keep pushing myself more. But uh, it was a definitely uh, a confidence boost uh, for sure, and it definitely let me know in the uh, type of fitness I was at the time. Yeah, and, and it helped a lot to uh, yeah, to make me feel ready for South Mountains for sure. Good man, yeah. So, so uh, Eric came away with the win at at, at Harbison, um, and then uh, yesterday, you know, we lined up uh, with our our COVID provisions, <laughs> um, forty people per wave. Um, you know, cool temperatures, and and here comes Eric. What what were you wearing, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was wearing like uh, just uh, a single lid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Running tights, uh, no, they're not tights. What are they called? Uh, half tights. Half tights. Yeah, half tights and uh, just gloves and my two 18-ounce uh, 
soft flask uh, <laughs> and my buff definitely i have my buff uh yeah yep yeah, for your cover your face yep yeah 22 degrees and here's eric singlet and, and uh, half tights <laughs> yeah, I, just, oh, it, I, was, I was not planning to <laughs> what's that I was actually going to plan to uh, wear a long sleeve, but uh, Brandon was calling us to the store line, so uh, I got really nervous. I'm not going to lie. I got really nervous, and uh, I uh, <laughs> making decisions started feel really hard, even before the race. Uh, like I was so I was really confused because Brandon was like, race about to start, and uh, I was getting ready to put on my long sleeve. I was like, ah, I guess I just running this singlet uh i just i was just not going to have enough time to put my long sleeve and 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 put my bib on uh so i just uh i didn't have an option but my body just has a lot of like gets warm really fast so that helped uh helped a lot okay do you usually get pretty nervous before the races oh yeah i can't sleep like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone does. Uh, I, yeah, it's uh, you know it's, it's a human. It's it's like it's part of our nature. Getting nervous. Uh, there's I, I, some people are better to hide it than others. Uh, but yeah, okay. I, get, I I haven't gotten nervous in a long time. I think UTMB was the, the last time I got nervous. Um, <laughs> maybe before maybe before the. Uh, like a 10 K cause I haven't done a 10 K in years. I did the hot chocolate 10 K in here in Asheville, um, last year. And like I said, I hadn't raced a 10 K in, in years, a road 10 K. I think, I, I think I got a little bit nervous for that cause everybody was, you know, in the racing flats and singlets and everything. And I was like, Oh boy, you know, oh, my <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the ultras, I just, I look forward to them so much. I don't really get nervous. I just, I look forward to being out in the woods. Oh, um, nice. You know, so I, I just, I, I, I just, like you said earlier, I just appreciate the, uh, the opportunity to be there and, and, you know, run with, you know, some new folks and stuff. So I don't get as nervous for the ultras. I think like it was more like the road races and stuff. And it's, I mean, you know, back, you know, when I used to do all this stuff, you know, years ago, I used to always just like you get super nervous and, you know, I would get all worked up, but, um, you know, anymore, it's like, I just really, I just like being there, <laughs> you know, so it's just more like eager anticipation than it is like a, an anxiety, but, um, yeah, that's taken me a long time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we get to the starting line and, um, uh, Brandon plays his banjo and off we go and we're going up the first climb. Um, so, and so everybody knows I was, I was there running with Eric, um, for the first, I don't know what we were like six miles or so before my calf really started acting up and I had to drop out, but, um, Eric, you kept racing and it sounded like we, I was listening to the race radio. It sounded like there were, uh, three of you, right? There were three of you together. Yes. Uh, we, we ran like almost since the beginning of the race all the way to mile 16. It was just, it was me, um, Corey and Mark running right together, on. just talking, having fun, uh, sharing stories. Uh, and, uh, Something I have never experienced before also, like, you know, uh, being in the front and still uh, being able to talk. And, you know, it, it just made it feel easy, uh, I guess. Uh, and also we were talking about the scenery and it, it, it was just awesome. You know, it, it didn't feel like we were racing at least 
before the um at least the the first half it just made it feel really easy you know it's uh a conversating and, and and just enjoying enjoying uh, the scenery around. Yeah, that's great because it was beautiful. Uh, we had a beautiful day, you know, clear blue skies. Uh, well, I mean, I should say for the first <laughs> three quarters of the day before the weather moved in. But I mean, when we started, it was a beautiful morning. I think we were up on the ridge, and I was like, "Are you guys seeing this?" And you said, yeah. "What?" And I said, "No, the mountains." <laughs> it was gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was beautiful. You know, it is. I mean, like on a beautiful day, you can see forever up there. It's that was yeah, that was a beautiful course. Um, so, what happened at sixteen miles? Uh, so I, I would say mile fifteen and a half. Uh, we were going up a climb, and I had to stop to tie my sh- one of my my uh, my left shoe. So I stopped, and Mark and Corey kept going up, uh, just power hiking, and um, they. It took me a long time to tie my shoes uh, for some reason. Uh, probably because I was shaking. I was really cold. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so I had to take off my gloves and my hands were sh- really, really shaky. I mean, it was cold out there. And oh. uh, they they uh, they kept going and, and uh, I was like probably like 40 meters behind because uh, it took me a long time. And especially during the climb, they, they kept going. And then got my shoe ready and got put my gloves back on, and I uh, and I started like jogging up the hill and caught up to them, and uh, then we got to mile fifteen, uh, yeah, mile sixteen, and then uh, <clears throat> I knew it. I knew that after mile fifteen, I had to start pushing, like really, really uh, uh, start competing. Uh, so I, uh, the guys kept like, even though we, we, uh, came, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to, to picture this. Sure. <laughs> After we, uh, came up the climb and, uh, we started like going, uh, over that section, they kept still walking. I was like, I'm not going to walk. It's flat. I'm going to start jogging. And then I started running. And then I, uh, I did like, like, like a minute and a, like a minute surge, like it was flat. So I, I surged and, uh, they, they tried to follow me, but then we came up another uh, climb and I kept, I kept pushing the pace and, uh, they, they didn't follow me. Like they slowed down. And after that, I just kept pushing and pushing myself more and more. And, uh, um, I could still hear them. I could still hear them behind me. But like after 16 miles, I told myself, "I'm not. I'm not going to look back. I'm just gonna go by effort and and, and just keep my put. Gonna keep uh, pushing myself. And if someone passes me, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna run my own race and just uh, do what I know I'm capable of doing. Uh, and I just kept pushing harder and harder. And uh, yeah. Uh, I remember uh yeah just running down uh after like twenty six miles or something like that. No, I'm sorry, it's uh after like twenty one miles it's a slow descent. Uh and uh, I just took advantage of that descent and uh started running faster and uh I, I couldn't hear anyone coming behind me so I was like I I, I think I'm in, in a good spot 
uh, and I just kept pushing. <laughs> it's that's a that's a hard spot to be in, you know, leading from 16 miles to uh, the finish, which was about 32. So you know, you've got 16 miles in your own head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you uh, did you have any? Um, anxiety you know were you worried about them uh did you check back or you were just focused on yourself and what you needed and staying in the moment yeah i i really didn't focus uh on on who was behind me i was just running my like i was just looking uh what was in front of me and just uh i was just i was just trying to stay really focused and and just uh i was not worried about them by that time uh uh, I was just, uh, I was just trying to tap in into like, um, I don't know how to explain it. Uh, it. Like if I was feeling pain, I want, I, I didn't want to stop. I wanted to like keep going. Uh, I guess you can call it tap into the pain cave. Uh, <laughs> Sure. Yeah. You just wanted to see how hard you could push yourself and see, yeah, you know, yeah, that's, that's where I was going. Uh, that's what I was looking for that feeling, you know, uh, mm -hmm. just even though I was hurrying, I, I just wanted, cause if you, you, uh, I'm sure you have, uh, listened to interviews of other like professional ultra runners and they talk about really pushing hard when everything gets really tough and they can still, uh, push themselves to new limits and I wanted to experience that, you know, because I knew I, I had a uh, uh, a different fitness level than before and I wanted to see what I could do. Uh, so I was looking for that feeling, you know, it's, uh, uh, that's what I was, make, make, I, I was only focusing on that, not about the other runners anymore. It was just and me. Just me. <laughs> and did you find it? Unfortunately not. Uh, not yet. <laughs> no, uh, I uh, at mile twenty six, uh, I was still running down. Um, I think it was uh, not the last A station, but I was still running down. Uh, yeah, but it was. I remember it was mile twenty six, and I remember feeling still really strong, like. And I was not breathing hard. I was not sweating much. Uh, I was just enjoying, you know, enjoying the trails. And and I was like, when is this pain moment gonna get here so I can like push myself? And it just never showed up. Uh, uh, I never got tired. I, I I never bunked. You know, my energy levels never dropped. Uh, uh, so like mile twenty six or so, like I I I started getting emotional. I couldn't believe I was running that that well, you know, and I, I started crying. Like I was like, man, I can't believe this. Uh, uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm improving a lot. I can't believe uh, I'm leading this race. Uh, and the uh, the course record wasn't mine, but I know it was uh, it was going to be hard to to achieve that, at least for right now. But um, I would just. Uh, yeah, really, really impressed of uh, how well I was feeling. But at mile 28, my, my left hamstring, not my left, I'm sorry, my right hamstring started cramping. 
and uh, I just got really scared because uh, I was cramping races. Uh, but it's it would, in the past it's mainly be, because I muscle fatigue and I'm just have run out of energy or electrolytes. But it was not the case uh, yesterday. Uh, I, I think it was just uh, I don't know what happened yesterday, but it was. Yeah, I really don't know what happened to my left. I'm sorry, not my left, my right hamstring. Uh, so I was forced to I was forced to slow down. Uh, and like obviously, when when you slow down, you you recover a lot more. So I was I was still moving slow and and recovering at the same time. Uh, but every time I was trying to push myself, I started feeling that cramp my 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 right uh, hamstring starting to cramp so i never got to like force myself you know like really deplete my energy levels and like go hard i, I didn't get to do that just being scared to cramp and really walk or or just not being able to finish just because of, of, of a cramp sure. yeah so I'm really scared of that <laughs> and what were you doing to keep your your energy levels up did you take a lot of nutrition what, what kind of things were you doing yeah so I, uh i i took uh, a spring energy gel every 30 minutes i was doing that uh, and also i was drinking water and uh um i was drinking gatorade uh in the other bottle uh so i think um i think i was um fueling up really well you know i enjoy every 30 30 minutes and and constantly taking water and and, and electrolytes um so i think that was i don't think nutrition uh was uh was the problem no no yeah i just wanted to know what you're doing to keep those energy levels up. And that's, that's kind of what, you know, we wanted to practice during training too, on your long runs was make sure that, you know, you had that interval dialed in as to, you know, what's going to sustain your energy levels. So sounds like it worked. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's great. So, um, you know, six miles in, like you said, you know, six miles to the finish, you start getting some cramps, uh, you just slowed your pace down, which was smart. So you didn't cramp out. Um, you know, and, and now you're getting closer and closer to the finish and, uh, you know, yeah, obviously, you know, you're, you probably still had that crampy sensation, but you know, every step you take, you're getting closer. Was that your thought? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I would just, uh, yeah, just mainly not cramp, uh, and not been able to finish. <laughs> did you know where the finish was? Like, did you know how close you were when you got near the finish or no? No, I, I was really confused. Uh, I, the, the trail is so confusing. Uh, there's so <laughs> many trails that it's really, um, it's really for, for me at least, it's really hard to uh, to remember the trails or, or, or where I was at the time. Um, but I knew after mile 28, I was like, I only have like a couple more miles. Uh, I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to try to like, not cramp and and just jog or walk if i have to just to the finish line and uh yeah um i, I really didn't know where the finish line was uh till i saw brandon uh before the last descent 
I told him, man, where's the finish line? Because I'm cramping. <laughs> and he said, you almost there, buddy. Just go down this uh Go down and uh, you'll be there in like a half a mile. I was like, thank God, because uh, I don't want to. I don't want to cramp anymore. It just it's just a really bad feeling, you know. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Last but, week I did. I cramped a lot and it was not fun. No, no. But I I got to see you know I got to see your finish, which was one benefit of dropping out, uh, which was um, you know very rewarding as a coach to see you come across in first place you know looking strong you had a, a huge fist pump <laughs> i could tell you felt you know really excited and uh, relieved <laughs> that you know you had come across and, and won uh that was you know that was wonderful um you ended up running um let me think four was it four 34. thank you 434 um which was just off the course record right it yeah. was it was 428. Is that right? I think the, the course record is 420. Uh, I'm not sure, honestly. Uh, nah, it, but, you weren't far off. <laughs> yeah, but I did run the second fastest time of the course. So uh, I guess I it was close. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome. I mean, congratulations on the on the win there. That was fantastic. Um, one of our, our locals here in Asheville, um, formerly Ann Wheatley, now Ann George, she won the, uh, the women's, um, 50 K. Um, and then, um, Sarah Keys from New York and her boyfriend, Aaron, each respectively won the marathon, um, which, yeah, like, and, uh, Aaron, um, Aaron broke my course record for the marathon, unfortunately, <laughs> but at least it goes to another Aaron. <laughs> yeah, there you um, go. <laughs> uh so um you know you got to uh to have some time to reflect on it um you know good bad you know what what did you take away oh man uh, <laughs> training wise big takeaway is uh like set goals and and stick with them uh and be consistent. That's the biggest thing. Uh, and it showed, you know, like I, I really work really hard for this race. Uh, even though it's not like an elite level race or a big race. Uh, uh, well, Corey was a big trials qualifier, was he not? I mean, yeah, it, yeah, he is definitely. And um, uh, Mark was the other gentleman. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, yeah Mark. Mark's taken top three there multiple times right yeah second place i believe as well yeah uh, so it's you know you, you had some good competition um i mean yeah you're right i mean consistency when uh you know we use training peaks and uh you know when i go through eric's calendar each week it's all green and that means that he hit everything just as i prescribed it uh you know red signifies that he missed it and i don't, I don't see any reds uh yellows and oranges means that he was like um way off you know that he, he didn't do what i asked him to do and it's always green so yeah consistency is key and i mean you're learning and you know that's that's a great part of this process is is learning and learning your body as you talked about like you know listening to your body and and the effort that it could sustain not worrying about what the pace or the watch said um you know that's that's awesome especially for ultra running it's just learning your body so um you're definitely you you're taking these lessons well so um i certainly appreciate you uh you listening to this old man <laughs> yeah definitely it's, uh, 
I mean, this is just the beginning, you know. This is just uh, my side is on the, you know, have my dreams and goals are like high, you know, uh, and I know that I have to listen. Uh, there's no way around it, you know. It's uh, we gotta be, uh, um, what's the word? Uh, we have to set real goals, you know, uh, real like not just live by expectation there's no way uh and i have learned that if we don't follow like specific uh like a specific if we don't set a specific goal and and just really stick with the training or the process i mean we just not gonna get anywhere it's uh you know the but the cool thing about our bodies can adapt to so many things and even though we're not even though we're still training, even though if we're not specifically training, we can still see results, but the results are are more rewarding and better if we like just put our heads down and, and just stay focused, you know. It's uh, uh that's a learned big lesson that I also take away from this training block and this race that don't get distracted with anything else, just uh just look straight ahead, <laughs> follow the plan, and listen. Well, Eric, it's you know it's it's been a pleasure you know coaching you. Obviously, it's been a, you know a tremendous joy to see the outcome of this race. Congratulations on the the win. Um, you know, it, you. I, and you're doing a tremendous thing. Uh, you know, I mean, I hope that others. Uh, we we always talk about minorities in the sport. You know, I really you want to see that that grow so that we have higher numbers so you know I'm, I'm super stoked to have that as part of this as well um you know it's really cool to see you getting engaged in this and i hope others are inspired by you to do the same um so uh if people want to reach out and get in touch with you or follow you how can they do so uh are you, active, know, are you active on instagram yeah, I'm, I'm I'm active in social media. Um, I mean, if they want to reach out to me, they can find me. Uh, I would say the the uh, easiest way is uh, reach me reach me through uh, Facebook. Um, just uh, you can find me there uh, as Eric E R I C K Martinez. <laughs> um, I'm sure there are going to be a lot of them, but well. Uh, now it, it's it's pretty easy to pick out the the runners. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I have a running uh, picture. I should, uh, yeah, but well, yeah, it's it's cool. I'm, I'm just you know people are pretty savvy. I'm sure. And then I'll you know I'll you know obviously have your name and everything in the show notes and the title, so people will be able to find you. But I I appreciate you, Eric. Thank you so much for coming on, and congratulations once again. Thank you. I really appreciate the the podcast. Thank you, Eric, once again for for coming on and sharing your story, and congratulations once again on your win. Was that was fantastic? Um, and as I said, there it was a joy to to be at the finish line and and be a part of that, especially in the capacity of a coach. You know, to see uh, the success of an athlete after. Uh, after the training that we've put in and, um, you know, 
just seeing things come to fruition. So thank you for letting me be a part of that journey, Eric. Um, you know, and, and for those that are, are looking for, um, for that type of, um, you know, mentorship, coaching, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, please feel free to reach out. Uh, we do have, uh, coach Thad McNeil that's, that's with us. Um, he is, uh, you know, definitely, um, loving the role and, uh, you know, if we can create that conversation, just let us know. Um, also just a reminder, uh, I've been cranking out some, uh, 12 and 16 week plans. So if you want an individualized training plan, um, you know, jump on the website, take a look, see if it's something for you. You know, we'll, we'll have a conversation. These are not cookie cutter plans. This is, you know, based on our conversation and, uh, you know, what, what I can kind of scrounge up from Strava or, or other data. I write a plan, you know, to help you get to, uh, your race day. Um, you know, even if there's multiple race days within your, your schedule, uh, we'll plug those all in there and, and make sure that you have a plan that's right for you. So, uh, that's, you know, it, you don't have to have the, the coaching aspect not the day to day, you know, that, that I do personally, but this will be just a, uh, you know, a calendar plan for you. Um, once I write it, we have a follow-up conversation to make sure you understand what's going on. And if you have any questions during the plan, obviously, you know, don't hesitate to reach out, but you know, it's kind of, uh, here's your plan and, and off you go. Um, so, uh, after having done a few of them, uh, you may notice that I had to have a slight price increase on the, uh, um, on the website. And that's just because of the time that I'm putting into it and the, the energy. Um, you know, I think there are, um, plans out there and you just kind of pay for the plan. This is, like I said, more individual and I put a lot more time and energy and, and, uh, uh, into writing this plan. So, um, but if it's something for you, just reach out. Um, those are on my website, mrrunningpains.com. Uh, my newsletter, uh, I record this here, um, on February 1st, this episode will release on February 4th, but, um, my newsletter is out, uh, the February newsletter. Uh, if you do not subscribe, uh, but would like to, you can go on the website on the homepage as a way to subscribe. And, uh, uh, all of the previous, um, both podcasts and newsletters are archived on the, uh, the website. You can, uh, click the, uh, the menu and you'll see, uh, connect and under the connect page is, uh, podcasts and, uh, newsletters. So, um, please, you know, join me if, uh, and read those. I appreciate that greatly. Um, and, uh, you know, as always, thank you for, uh, the support and listening to the podcast. Um, you know, I am now on Patreon. If you feel you are able to financially support, I really, you know, certainly appreciate that. And even if you can't, if you can just, uh, subscribe or share the podcast, it's all helpful. You know, I really, I'm enjoying, uh, sharing this and sharing other stories and hopefully, uh, helping you guys and, and even myself learn things along the way. So, um, thank you for that consideration. Um, you know, as I kind of said during the podcast, I did try to race, uh, South mountains, uh, last week I was using, uh, a Theragun, uh, massage tool. And, uh, unfortunately I hit, <laughs> uh, must've been a really, uh, just tender spot in my calf. And, uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> I injured myself using the massage tool. So, uh, fair warning to those out there that, you know, be gentle, um, be real mild with it and, uh, be cognizant of uh, sore or tender areas. Cause, um, I got into the race and my calf just was not having it, uh, especially, you know, weirdly on the downhills. Um, it just kept kind of 
pulling on me and you know I, I pulled out really early before anything happened so I'm gonna go see um, uh, Miriam uh, Saloom who's my physical therapist and who's been on the podcast a bit and have some dry needling um, and hopefully just knock it out my wife, who's a physician, she kind of felt the calf to see what was going on, and she found six different knots just in that area of where I was sore. So um, definitely, you know, I, I gunked it up <laughs> and uh, and messed myself up. Um, I was kind of nervous going into it in that regard, you know, um, not nervous for the race, but just worried about the calf. It was definitely on my mind and, and definitely surfaced too early. So anyhow, um, live to run another day, as I say, and... Um, Man, it, you know, it, it's it's beautiful, beautiful course, as we said. So um, if you get the opportunity, South Mountains, they have um, a half marathon, a marathon, and a 50K, uh, usually in January each year. Um, great race. Brandon Thrower puts on a really fun event with the uh, Tanawa Adventures. So, um, you know, highly recommend, highly recommend that race. Um, you know, other things going on. Um, I was reading uh, Lope. L-O-P-E magazine. Uh, it's kind of a monthly um, story, if you will. They're all true stories, which um, usually are, are really fantastic from all aspects of our sport. And, uh, you know, it was cool. Um, if you follow on social media, I posted um, my workout from what this story was about. Um, the uh, The original workout is called the Michigan. And my coach at NC State um, was eating at a restaurant with the, the coach that uh, made this. And uh, they were eating at... Uh, the Frasier. And so that's what he, Nick, uh, changed the name of the workout to for us was the Frasier. And, um, you know, I'm reading this and saw my old coach in the article and I was like, Oh man, you know, I wonder, you know, if I can dig and find my workout. Cause, uh, when we finished, they gave us our training logs, um, the, the, you know, the paper <laughs> training logs that we wrote. And, uh, so I went in there and, and found it. And, uh, you know, like I said, I posted a picture of it on, uh, on social media. So I thought that was pretty fun just to be able to, to see that and, uh, enjoy it. Um, um, you know, uh, having lived that through that workout, it's a beast of a workout, but anyhow, just a, a little bit of, uh, of history, um, and connection. I really, uh, I reached out to the author and kind of, uh, said, I really appreciated, um, the article and, and the trip down memory lane. Um, so, uh, uh, other news, Cocodona, I did decide to pull the plug. Um, just, I just don't feel it's the right thing for me to do to travel all the way out to Arizona. And, um, you know, um, as I talked about, just, you know, I didn't want to put that, um, on my family as, a, you know, <laughs> their trip to Arizona is, uh, following me along the, the course and crewing, um, I just didn't feel that was, uh, the right thing for my family. Um, you know, and, and cause they definitely were coming, <laughs> no doubt about it. And even if I had crew, my wife and, and kids, they, they can't be too far from the race. So I, I'd really rather them enjoy their trip to, to Arizona. So, um, I declined my entry, uh, to Cocodona. Um, you know, I've, I've got a number of other things, as I kind of mentioned that I, I really, I'm looking forward to, um, you know, I want to get this calf healed and then just kind of reassess, but I, I think I have a different plan. Um, even if it's not, you know, in, um, in a, a race setting, um, there's definitely some things I want to do, not necessarily FKTs either, just some times I want to shoot for, uh, and maybe just do them with friends, you know, um, I, I you know, it's, it's weird. Um, I, I just, um, I don't know if it was my calf or what, I just wasn't in the racing mentality on Saturday, um, 
so and I've just kind of been enjoying the uh, the adventure runs and and being with friends. So um, you know, every once in a while, you know, you kind of take a step back and uh, you enjoy a different aspect of running, which, um, I think I have been, and, you know, I, th- I think I'll continue to do so until that drive is really there to, to truly race again. Um, my buddy Dave, who I do a lot of my adventure with, uh, he, uh, he took second in the, uh, the marathon Saturday, and, uh, we're going to run the Black Mountain Marathon, uh, virtually together in February. Uh, they are not hosting the Mount Mitchell Challenge this year with everything going on in the parkway, only allowing, um, 50 people per event. So, they decided to just make it virtual and just have the marathon so that we don't, you know, get on the parkway at all. Um, so we're going to do that. Uh, like I said, virtually together, uh, just kind of a fun run. Um, I even thought about doing the double and doing the marathon Saturday and then, uh, you know, doing my own adventure and and doing the, uh, like a self-supported, uh, Mount Mitchell challenge on Sunday, but, uh, we'll see how the body's feeling and, and what the calendar looks like. So, um, I hope your training goes well. I hope your running is fun and you're finding joy in, in the day out, day in and day out of it. Um, if you got questions and want to reach out, um, you know, as I said earlier, you can reach out through the uh, mrrunningpains.com website. Uh, my email is runningpains at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram under mrrunningpains. Um, Facebook is mrrunningpainscoaching. If you want to like the page and kind of follow along in some of the stuff that I, I post up there. Um, let's see, uh, YouTube, I should be having a new video coming out this week as well. Um, so the YouTube channel is just under Aaron Saft. Uh, you can follow along there. Um, Strava is, uh, Aaron Saft, MR running pains. If you want to follow my journeys there and, uh, ask questions on my training, uh, this past week I haven't uploaded much just because of my calf, um, I need to catch up on there. Um, and so, uh, aside from that, you know, I really, once again, appreciate you guys and I hope, uh, I hope to, uh, have a, you know, a new episode with, uh, a special guest next week. Uh, I've reached out, have not heard back yet. So, uh, well, you know, we'll see if we have to fall back to plan B, but, uh, thank you for joining me on episode 51 until next time. Keep running my friends.